Attention. Attention in detail. Listen up and lead well. You're a VIP, giving you what you need to succeed. Be best you be in your own company. Attention detail one by one, step by step to get the job done. Pops are gonna break it down to you. I ask the questions, get the show started further. Attention detail. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attention to Detail with Eric Bird. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm your host, Jason Bird. Today's episode, seven details to combat the fear factor. This show is sponsored by VIP Consulting Leadership Done Well. VIP trains the leaders in the skills they'll need to take the organization to the next level. Vision casting, conflict resolution, staff and volunteer management, and more. VIP Consulting helps clients create an action plan and works alongside you to execute it. Experience what faith-based institutions, individuals, and organizations have come to learn. VIP Consulting gives you the VIP treatment. Go to ericbird.com for more information. And now, here's my dad, Eric Bird. You know, it's really great to be able to come to you with another episode of Attention to Detail. Um, I think one of the simple joys in life is hearing my son struggle with that, uh, with the intro. It's like we just spent, we sat down to record this maybe seven hours ago. Wow, it that is and like and he just he, he it's like i he is either struggling with the words and then he's laughing about the thing and then he's trying to get it out and i'm just like what's wrong i mean i just exist leave me alone i mean i'm like what's going on allowed, with it i'm allowed to mess up experience what faith-based institutions individuals and organizations have come to learn i mean all you have to do is just i said the thing it's just Attention. read Shut the up. script you don't say it yeah. Yeah, yes. Which yeah. which is a nice segue to today's subject matter, which is fear. I'm afraid that Jason doesn't know how to read the uh, the intro script. No, but let me ask you a question, Jason. What scares you? What scares you? Does anything scare you? Oh, in general? Yeah, like in general. Uh, like some insects. Yeah. Yeah. Like spiders. Well, spi- is spiders not really an insect, though, right? Technically, it's a I mean, what, it's what's a, a spider? Whatever. There's that's the an arachnophobia. That's of a ra- it. Arachno- is the fear of a spider. I don't like spiders. I don't like spiders. Uh, I don't think it's an insect. I don't know what a spider is. Attention. It's not something I like. That's what. I know that's right. Um. Did you know your brother saw a spricket? What? Okay. So I'm right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you because I'm like. What did you call me? He said, "No, uh, it's a, it's like a cricket that has bred oh, with yeah. a spider, and it's a spricket." Nope. And I nope. said, "If I saw one, it has the jumping ability of a look, cricket." Houses on the market by five o'clock, and it can be. Where I'm in the car by it? five o'clock, cutting the lawn somewhere in this neighborhood. I don't yeah. know. I'm I'm in the car. I'm the, so I'm calling a realtor. I'm just letting you know. I'm calling a realtor. Five houses on the market five. I'm in the car at five o two. We hitting the road at 503, and then oh, we wow. sending somebody to pack up the stuff, and then we just going to move in with your in-laws or something. I don't know. But if I saw a spricket inside the house. Oh, no. No, no, sir. No. Nope. No, sir. I don't care if my mama came out the grave shaking hands with Dizzy Gillespie while he's playing trumpet. I wouldn't, <laughs> would not, no, 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 sir. But I believe that one of the most powerful, powerful verses in the entire Holy Bible is for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. A lot of people just concentrate on the first half. Like God has not given us a spirit of fear. I'd like to concentrate this podcast on what I think is very, 
very impactful. The last phrase or the last uh, little word there, uh, self-discipline. You can actually discipline yourself out of fear. So self-discipline is where I'd like to park the car today. Way before you were born, maybe not way before, but I think it was like the late 90s, there was a show called Fear Factor. And it oh, kind of, yeah, you remember that? It's like, it kind of made like the a MTV. little bit of resurgence. Yeah, it was like a resurgence there, like maybe at some point. But I think the original show was maybe early 2000s, something like that. And it was basically all of that stuff. It was like, how, how far would you go to overcome your fear to win like money? Like drown. So, like yeah, was, yeah, right, right. So there would be like, I don't know, a hundred spiders in a tank. But you had to stick your hand in the tank to like get a thousand dollars, and so you had to. Now they wouldn't bite you to kill you, but you still had to deal with this, you know, is that kind of stuff. And there right. was a show called Fear Factor. By the way, I never watched the show. I never no, watched the show because I don't need to see that. Like that's not that's not entertainment for me. Like for me, it's like, hey, let's go watch the show. It has everything that keeps me up at night and. You know, because I, I dream in I dream in color, so I just know that I'm gonna mm -hmm. go to sleep and I'm gonna dream like I'm being thrown off a train or I'm gonna drown or I got spiders. Or, like I don't want to deal with any of that. But I'd like to just park the car today in the area because I believe we can uh, use some self discipline to not give in to fear. So today, today, do I is that number right? Do I have the number right? I have to check now. Yeah. So we do. We actually do. We have seven, seven. details on how to combat the fear factor. How to combat the fear factor. What's number one, son? What are you afraid of? Okay, so you gotta name what you're afraid of so you can claim the power over it. So think of anything that's going on in your life that you might have fear. Now, again, I'm not really talking about like, you know, weird or, uh, you know, like uh, um, things that are not typical. I'm talking about like typical, like atypical right. fears. Like, the fear of public speaking, mm -hmm. uh, the fear of giving a presentation, which I guess is sort of like public speaking. Um, I've had students that wanted to learn how to play jazz, but they were afraid to improvise. Why? Because when I start to play something, it'll sound dumb and people will make fun of me and all that. So it's like, you know, like typical stuff. Let's, you know, name what you're afraid of. So I'm afraid of, you know, I've directed choirs my whole life. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of singing a solo and sounding awful okay so you have to name what you're afraid of because a lot of times fear is able to exist in our bodies in our spirits in our psyche because we haven't really named it you know it's like this this nebulous uh anonymous kind of a thing that we're like you know, this is what I'm afraid of, but I haven't really put a name on it to even say that I'm afraid of it. So I think the first step, conquer the fear factor is you have to name what you're actually afraid of. Are you afraid of being bullied? Are you afraid of being made fun of? Are you afraid of losing? Are you afraid of, of um, not getting a return on your investment? Are you afraid of failure? Right. You know, sometimes you can turn the things that you are afraid of, you can turn that around, that's actually motivating. Um, T.D. Jakes put it this way, it was really, really, really good. Like 99.999% of everything T.D. Jakes, I find T.D. Jakes, he had Michael Irvin, mm -hmm. you know, goes to his church in Texas, Dallas. Actually, in this particular episode, Michael Irvin was sitting in one place in the church and Emmett Smith was in another place in the church. I'm like, mm -hmm. two cowboys, wow. Uh, world champions at least 25 years ago oh, they were wow. 
<clears throat> At least Michael and Emmett were. The point is, T.D. Jake says, everybody knows what you're running to. Because when you're playing football and you're on the team, you're running to score the touchdown. We know what you're running to. Right. Everybody's not aware what you're running from. And sometimes the thing that motivates you the most is what you're running from. So I know that me playing football supports my entire family and gets my whole family out of poverty. So I'm running from poverty. I'm running from, um, you know, the neighborhood of crime and drugs and all that stuff that I'm coming out of. I'm right. running from the, the places in my life that I don't want to go back to. You know, I'm running to sobriety because I remember what it's like when I was addicted. You know, I'm running from, you know, being addicted. I'm running from being in a, dis, a dysfunctional relationship. And sometimes that is more powerful than what you're running to. Everybody knows what you're running to. But mm -hmm. not many people know what you're running from. That's really powerful. So I kind of ripped that off of T.D. Jakes a little bit. Um, I got to find the podcast or the, uh, the video that he took. That, that, was, that was really, really good. But anyway, name what you're afraid of. That's number one. What's number two, son? Step one, what happens if? Yeah, okay. So let's kick the can down the road a little bit. So I'm afraid of singing a solo in front of people. Okay, well, why? Well, because what happens if I sing the solo and I don't sound good? So, <laughs> like, name the, name the person that died because you sang a solo in rehearsal and it didn't sound good. I can't. Okay, name the person who tried to improvise over a B-flat blues, didn't sound good, and died. Like, to me, death is pretty permanent even though we know that we have a faith in Christ oh, wow. and Christ is the one who strengthens me and it's in Christ. I live. It's in Christ. I die. And so point. one day he's preparing a place That's not this in my father's house that's the wrong one. in the crib. I got many mansions. That's the second channel. That's, that's not, that's the, that's the, that's no. the hooping podcast. That's the hoop podcast. That was the hoop that I am not a part that of. You're the, yeah. You're not part of the hooping podcast. The point is, is that so a lot of times step two, which in this case is step one, what happens if it's not a big whoop? Like name the thing that you really, really, really value that you were able to master, conquer, be excellent at, was perfect at the first time you did it. Nothing. You couldn't do that when you walked, when you first learned to walk. When you were a baby, I remember when you, you know how I knew you could walk, son? I, you, I was playing with you on the couch, and I picked you up, and your mother was in the kitchen. I said, go walk to mama. And don't you know you, like, balance yourself on your knee, and you turn right around and start walking. <laughs> That's how I found out you could walk. It's like, usually, it's the journey that informs you that you can be successful. So don't be afraid of the journey. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, so... I'm afraid of starting a business right now because what if the business doesn't work? Okay, what if it doesn't work? What if it does? Like name the fear, what happens if, okay? Which leads us, segue to number three. Step two, if, then what? Okay, I have to give a presentation. I have to stand up in front of people and I'm afraid that if I stand up and talk, I'm not gonna sound good. Okay, what happens if you don't? Well, then people may not take what I'm saying seriously, and then I might not be an effective speaker. Okay, 
If that happens, then what? Well, in this example, then I might, well, I might, well, now that I think about it, I, well, maybe that's it. Okay, so the point is, okay, so it's not like this cyclical thing that for generations upon generations yet to come, you're oh. going to be cursed with the, with the, you know, not having the skill of being able to speak. Okay, so we really only have to solve you being able to speak this one time in front of a group of people. See how that's different from I'll never be able to speak in front of a group of people and I'm afraid that I'm going to sound like an idiot and people are going to make fun of me. See how that's, we have this, uh, I can't say the word, but there's a phrase called catastrophizing it. It's like catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Like you can t- catastrophize like something where you make it a catastrophe. It's you not. Spiral. Yes, it yes, spiral. you spiral into, it's really not that crucial. You are naming what you're afraid of I'm going to kick the can down the road and say, okay, this is what happens if I don't do, if I don't do it well or to my own expectations. Okay. Chances are, and of course it's speaking generally, but chances are you won't die. That's pretty important. Um, that's a good one. That's probably, I mean, unless you're a brain surgeon, then yes, I, I get it. You know, if you're an EMT cat, I get it. But chances are you won't die. Chances are you're not going to kill somebody else. It won't be a homicide. So why don't you try it? And if it doesn't work, what's what's the absolute worst that can happen? Well, the absolute worst is, okay, maybe, just maybe, I'm not not ready to be an improviser with Lincoln Jazz Center and Wynton Marsalis today. Okay, not many people are. Maybe I'm not equipped to be able to address um, the House of Representatives or Congress today. Maybe. Maybe um, I'm not able to start a business and be an entrepreneur today. Okay, that has a way different vibe. That's a way different vibe than I'll never be able to this is something I'll never be able to master. This is something that's too difficult. I'm going to sound stupid. People are going to make fun of me. See, you're adding stuff that you don't have to add. Right. I, I've been doing music my entire life ever since I was eight years old. I've been playing for choirs ever since I was in middle school. I have never, let me make sure I'm not lying, but I, don't, I cannot remember a single situation where you're in a trusted group of individuals and speaking, singing, or playing in public was met with ridicule and people making fun of you. I've just never seen it. I've taught school where I've had kids stand up and sing and they can't sing. They don't sound great. They're not soloists. They shouldn't make a record. Actually, nowadays, you can actually not sing and make a record and actually win a Grammy. That's just me being difficult. The point I'm making is, you know, you you can be successful once you name the fear and you kick the cow down the road of what happens, then what? Then what happens? Then what? Name what you're afraid of. Number Mm -hmm. four. Perhaps not rational. Perhaps what you're afraid of is actually not rational. And once we become more aware of the concerns and the potential issues or problems, we can now move from fear to making rational, informed decisions. Okay? Information is actually power, just like knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. Information informs you. So, for example... It's not that I'm afraid to start a business right now, because I, I would never encourage you as your father 
I would never encourage you to make a decision out of fear. What I would say is I've done my research. I've gotten valid uh, what they call like test. I've tested the product or I've gotten field research that leads me to the valid conclusion that starting this business right now may not be wise in the marketplace right now at this time. Mm-hmm. Now, doesn't that sound different than I'm afraid to start a business because I may lose all my money. Right. See what I'm saying? That's a completely different vibe. If I can make an informed decision based on field research, market research, what the investment is going to cost, whether the marketplace is going to handle that, what my overhead is going to be, what I need to bring in every month. Now I'm making an informed decision on what makes sense. And that's based in my knowledge, mm. not based in some nebulous thing that the boogeyman is going to climb out from underneath the bed and attack the boogeyman, me. Wow. As he did two nights ago. I screamed in the middle of the night. Did you hear that? No, that's not accurate. There was somebody came out to get me. It's not accurate. Yes, it was. But the point is, you know, make an informed decision. Make an informed decision because your fear may not be rational. Number five. Things grow if they are fed. So don't feed what you know that's not true. Don't self-doubt. That's a big one for me. Don't devalue. Don't self-destruct. Feed what you know to be true. Chances are, chances are you're enough to be successful. Now, yes, you might need more training. You might need to get a loan. You might need more education. You might need more resources. You might need equipment to start this podcast. We needed to buy equipment. We needed to have the computer to run it. We needed the program. We needed the knowledge to be able to figure out how to hook up two microphones at the same time. Mm -hmm. But chances are you are enough to get the job done. We didn't have to, we didn't have to outsource work for someone to pay a million dollars for somebody to tell us to watch a YouTube video. So you can learn how to hook up two microphones at one time. So chances are you're probably enough to do what you need to be successful, so feed the things that grow. So if you need more training, feed that. If you need more experience, feed that. You might have to practice more, but most likely you have the capacity to be successful with the challenge that's set before you. So replace the fear of of not being able to improvise in public with, I'll be more confident and not fearful to improvise in public the more prepared I am to do it. Right. All right, number six. The truth will set you free. Ooh, it's like the Russian wind. That's Bible. You've Ooh, already that's, said that. How before. many of you know that the sun, <laughs> who the sun sets free, is free indeed. <laughs> you know, coming to America, too, is supposed to be coming out. I don't know, I know. if it's coming out to the end of the year because of COVID, but it's supposed to be coming out. But there's a great line in there. He got Gilligan off that island. <laughs> I love the Lord. That was Arsenio Hall. Okay, um, the truth will set you free. What prior successes have you had? When you had to be successful in, successful in other areas or in the past, what did you do there that you can use here? What tools can you use as a template that you can apply to other areas? I met a woman, fascinating. She started her own laundry service, like mm. a laundromat service. Right. Like you go to some place and you do your laundry. Mm. I said, what inspired you to do it? She said, I used to teach school. My husband got a job, and so we had to move, so I had to move out of the school district. I was faced with an opportunity. Not a problem, but an opportunity. I could apply to teach school in another school district, or I could become an entrepreneur. So I decided I was going to start a laundromat because in this particular market, we didn't have a laundromat. I said, are you passionate about other people's dirty clothes? Like, what? what? 
Like, why? How did you know that you were going to be successful doing laundry? She said, because I asked, I used to ask my students, how did you back up facts? What evidence did you use to resource your material? How did you figure out what was the best way to do it? How did you, I applied all of that to starting a laundry? How many other laundromats are in town? What kind of money do you need to start a laundromat? What kind of machines do your laundry better than the machines they had five years ago? What's actually going to serve this demographic well? Um, would this be the kind of demographic that would do laundry from a, like, I just preload a card, I wave my card in front of the machine, or are people still doing old school stuff like bringing in quarters and dimes and nickels and whatever to put in a little machine? Like, she did all of that stuff. I imagine she's probably very successful because she right. put the work in to be successful. So the truth will set you free. And the truth is that you've probably been successful in some other place, okay? Mm -hmm. There was a long period of time when you were awful at playing basketball. You spent a whole summer being really good at working on being better at basketball. So if you could put in the work there, you could put in the work to start your own business. You woke up early to get a thousand basketball shots in before it got hot during the summertime. Wake up early to figure out how your business could be successful. Right. See what I mean? Use that as fuel to do something else. And then number seven. Plan for success. Plan for success, not plan for failure. Now that you're aware of what failure looks like, plan for what has to happen for you to be successful. Okay, work hard, make a plan of action. Okay, there are millions of resources out there that you can look at, but suffice to say, look at the things that go, okay, now here's my plan for success. I'm going to read this book. I'm going to talk to this person who opened up a business. I'm going to interview this person. I'm going to listen to... Attention to detail, detail podcast because mm -hmm. they're so informative and the co-host is really, really cute with his John F. Kennedy hair. Sweet, sweet little boy. He is. It's now 17. It's not the point Driving your of own any car. Not the point of any. But, you know, plan for success. Plan to be successful. Plan to be successful. Miles Davis, I would imagine, was not the greatest improv improviser the first time he put the horn to his mouth. I'm just taking a guess. Wynn Marsalis was not the greatest uh, improviser the first time he put the horn to his mouth. I'm just taking a guess. So plan to be successful. Don't plan to be a failure, okay? Don't plan for the fear. So let's go back. Seven details to combat the fear factor. Number one. What are you afraid of? Name it so you can claim the power over it. Number two. Step one. What happens if? Yeah, let's kick the can down the road. So what happens if you're not successful? N number three. Step two. If, then what? Yeah, so if that happens, then what? And then if that happens, then what? And then if that, and then get to the end. Get to the very, very, very end. Mm -hmm. And if the end doesn't put you in a place where people die, it's probably not so bad. <laughs> it's probably not so bad. Okay, number four. Perhaps not rational. Perhaps your fear is actually not rational. So don't fixate on something that simply is irrational. Fixate on what we know to be true. Okay, number five. Things grow if they are fed. If you feed your fears, your fears will come will become larger. Conversely, if you fear if you feed your faith, if you feed your confidence, that will grow stronger. Number six. The truth will set you free. The truth will absolutely set you free. The truth is based in evidence that you have that you can do it. And then number seven. Plan for success. Plan to be a success. Don't plan to be a failure. Remember that if there's if if uh, you're down by one and somebody's got to take the last shot, if you have to bet on you, 
then you should be all right. I want to be that kind of person to be like, I don't know if I'm going to figure it out. I don't know how successful I'm going to be. But if I have to bet on me, then I know I'm going to be all right. Right. I know I'm going to be all right. All right. Thanks, Dad. And thank you for listening to Attention to Detail. We'll be uploading new podcasts every week, usually on Mondays. And you should be able to find us wherever you get your podcasts. Write a review and like us. You can also follow our sponsor, VIP Consulting, at ericbird.com. My dad's trio at ericbirdtrio.com. This content will be uploaded to the Eric Bird Trio YouTube page, and show notes can be found at ericbird.com slash blog, where you can also follow the show on VIP Consulting Twitter and Facebook pages. What's the last detail you want to leave our listeners with, Dad? Leaders, creatives, and influencers, faith and fear cannot operate in the same space. You have the power to pick one over the other. So I hope you choose to lead out of faith and confidence and humility and passion. Fear is usually irrational, not always, but usually, in my opinion, at least, is usually irrational and will not contribute to leadership health. You are guaranteed to miss every shot you are too afraid to take. So combat the fear factor by moving forward. Usually, by the time you name what you're afraid of, you realize that it ain't that bad. People don't die. So don't let or people. Yeah, people don't die. So don't let fear have the final say. Thank you again for listening to Attention to Detail with Eric Bird. Moving your brand forward as artists, leaders, and influencers. I'm Jason Bird. Until next time. Attention. 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 Attention.